0: You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show, local news when you need it, how you need it.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast. Today is Friday, June 30th. I'm Braden Flack, joined by my colleague, Stephanie Thompson. And today we're going to be bringing you the top headlines from this week in Sweetwater County. And Stephanie, I believe you've got uh, some weather news to kick off this week. So uh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, it was pretty hard to believe, but last Friday, a tornado touched down um, in the afternoon near Genesis Alkali. Um, Our faithful readers did not disappoint and they were ready with their camera phones to make videos and take photos for us. We got, we received quite a few photos and a few videos and we picked some of our favorites and shared those. Uh, The United States National Weather Service in Riverton did confirm that that a land spout tornado was seen both um, by Genesis Alkali and Little America. Um, And it's just an uh, odd year for weather with all the rain and then now it's, Tornado, that's just not normal around here.
1: <laughs> and it makes you wonder what's coming next.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yay. Yeah. Well, a former Memorial Hospital of Sweetwater County physician has filed a complaint against the hospital for alleged discrimination and wrongful termination. Dr. Lex August filed his complaint on June 20th and claims the hospital staff discriminated against him because he is black, gay, and a man. He claims that he is part of a protected class recognized under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. Dr. August started working for the hospital as an OBGYN on September 1st of 2020 under a three-year contract. The contract allowed either party to discontinue the employee with a 90-day notice uh, with or without cause. The complaint alleges that the hospital breached the contract when the doctor was terminated without providing any notice. The hospital allegedly tried to condition the doctor's receipt of contractual funds unless he waived his right under the civil rights. According to court documents, the doctor started to receive pushback and negative attitudes from the nursing staff. He noticed a big difference between how the non-black heterosexual physicians were treated compared to how he was treated the doctor also claims one of the nurses created falsehoods about him to misrepresent him on september 17th 2021 the doctor emailed the hospital a formal complaint about the behaviors toward towards him and asked them to investigate On December 9th, 2021, the doctor received a termination letter terminating his employment immediately and without cause. The termination letter also contained a waiver saying no funds due will be paid unless he signs the waiver. However, after his attorney reached out, the hospital changed its position and paid him the contractual sum. The doctor is asking the court to rule in his favor and award him an amount it deems appropriate for his loss of wages and benefits, future compensation, lost economic potential, emotional distress, psychological pain, and suffering, mental anguish, bodily, physical hardship, loss of enjoyment of life and any attorney fees and court costs associated with this case. So as always, we'll keep you updated with any happenings in this case uh, as it progresses.
0: Well, Green River Animal Controls officers are warning residents that there has been an uptick in the amount of foxes seen within city limits. Residents are reporting throughout the city that the foxes are getting into their chicken coops and killing them. The Green River Animal Control Officer, Taylor Frint, said while the city has had reports of foxes coming into the city in the past, this is the first year she can recall residents reporting them in their yards and killing their animals. Frint personally watched a fox carrying what appeared to be a goose down you went to drive. And for those of you familiar with Green River, uh, that's one of its busiest streets. Foxes are mostly a danger to small animals such as birds, rodents, and small mammals, but cats and dogs can also be at risk, she said. To protect your pets and other animals, residents would need to make sure that their coops and enclosures are secure and do not have any holes in them. She also said that foxes can dig underneath fences and chicken coops, so those must be checked too. Residents can also use certain fragrances to deter foxes, such as chili peppers and garlic. She said just infuse water with these smells by boiling them in the water. Put the water in a spray bottle and spray it around your yard. So if you need some tips, there's more in the article.
1: Okay, uh well moving over to some meetings uh Sweetwater county School District number one during their meeting earlier this week, one resident questioned why the school district is purchasing more stop the bleed kits. The Stop the Bleed program educates people on how to act as immediate responders should uh should an emergency situation involving hemorrhaging such as a school shooting occur. Parent Sherelle Driscoll asked why the district is purchasing more kits when they already purchased kits through an MOU with the City of Rock Springs not to exceed $54,000. She also wanted to know why the district was paying $50.51 per unit when they are cheaper to purchase online. Superintendent Kelly McGovern said that the quote the district is using is based off of what it paid for kits back in February, which it was around $50 per kit. The district has not received the latest quote from the company. The way the MOU works is the district closely uh, works with the Rock Springs firefighters who also work with the vendor to obtain the best price available. All of the kits are purchased through grant funds. O'Driscoll wanted to know why the district would purchase kits that may not be used that expire in five years and require training every two years. She said she hopes the district never has to use them, but she does have concerns about the costs and training needed. McGovern said she is in agreement with the parent and hopes the district never has to use them, but it has been recommended by local law enforcement and emergency responders that the district have them on hand. Training on the kits will take place at the beginning of school uh, later in the fall.
0: The Sweetwater County Sheriff's Office and the United States Marshals Service Sex Offender Enforcement Task Force recently conducted compliance checks on all registered sex offenders in the county. Not only did the deputies and agents check Green River and Rock Springs, but all of the outlying communities as well, including Point of Rocks, Granger, Wamsutter, and Bear Oil. There are 105 known registered sex offenders living in Sweetwater County currently. 92 offenders were found in compliance with their registered offender status. Five were arrested on bench warrants for alleged failure to register. Two were suspected of noncompliance and are currently under investigation. And six are scheduled for follow-up visits by deputies. Under state law, sex offenders must register with the Wyoming Division of Criminal Investigation through their local sheriff's office. Offenders are photographed, fingerprinted, and must provide for authorities detailed information, including their physical address, place of employment, and different vehicles they drive. They also must notify authorities when they move or change phone numbers. In Wyoming, registered sex offenders' photographs and biographical information are published on DCI's website.
1: Okay, well, the Rock Springs Police Department is reminding residents to review the ordinance pertaining to dirt bikes and off-road vehicle usage in town after receiving numerous complaints. Not only has the department received complaints, but they have also investigated a crash between a dirt bike and car earlier this week. The Rock Springs Police Department pointed out two areas of the ordinance residents should follow, including how it is unlawful for a resident to operate a vehicle that creates excessive or unusually loud noise. The second area the officers pointed out in the ordinance was that no person shall ride, drive, operate, or propel a motor vehicle on a roadless area within 300 feet of a business or residence, they also wanted to remind the public that all vehicles, including dirt bikes, four wheelers, and side by side vehicles, being driven on city streets, must be registered, have insurance, and have a horn, lights, mirrors, and mufflers per state statute. The driver must also have a driver's license, uh, obviously. So, <laughs> <laughs> just a reminder there to uh, the community and, and those that uh, operate those those vehicles.
0: Well, it's hard to believe, Braden, but the 4th of July weekend is already upon us and kicking off the celebration will be the Liberty Day Parade, um, which will take place on Gateway Boulevard starting at 10 Tuesday morning.
1: Okay. And the city of Rock Springs will also be having the Blair Town and Century West pools open from 1030 to 4. The Firewacker Golf Tournament is also taking place at the White Mountain Golf Course starting at 6 p.m. Maxation will be performing at the Wataha Recreation Area and some food trucks will also be at the event. Families can play backyard games between 7 and 10 p.m., so uh, be sure to go participate and have some fun.
0: And both cities will end Independence Day with fireworks displays. Green Rivers will take place over the water treatment plant at dusk and Rock Springs will take place around 10 at the Sweetwater Events Complex.
1: And last but not least, be sure to mark your calendars because you will not want to miss the annual International Day, which will take place Saturday, July 8th. Live entertainment, family games, crafts, and other activities will take place from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Don't forget about the Kiwanis Pancake Breakfast, which kicks off the whole event at 8 a.m. All of this is taking place at Bunning Park, so we'll see you there. For this and other news, you can find the full stories at SweetwaterNow.com. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast. We appreciate you tuning in and joining us, and we'll catch you next week. Happy Fourth of July, everyone.